You're listening to Randomly Relatable SG Where we talk about random things you relate to Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Wise. I'm Shuraim. I'm Sabrina. And I'm Ganesh. And today's conversations with Ganesh. Three, two, one, let's go. <laughs> yeah. We go, we go, we go. What? Randomly, 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 randomly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Random, 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 randomly. Topics out the topics out different gravity. What's up guys, welcome back to the number one you podcast in the world Today we have a very, 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 very special guest Today his name is Ganesh, you may have seen his mothership article online He is the guy who travelled from Singapore to Montreal Without flights, said $10,000, $25 a day, 9 months, 8 months I don't know, but he just never take fly all the way here From Canada, Montreal and Singapore We have Ganesh <laughs> What's up, Ganesh, man? What's up, what's up, what's up? You introduce yourself, yourself, please, man. Hi, thanks Hi. so much for being here, by the way. Hi, thank you very very much, guys, for having me here. My name is Ganesh, and I travelled from Singapore to Montreal, Canada without taking flights at the age of 20. 20, eh? So what were you doing at 20, lah? Guys. What was I doing in twen- when I was 20? I just graduated poly, lah, bro. I was in NS, lah, bro. I was in school, yeah. So fun, fun, yeah. fun fact, right? So Ganesh uh, reached out to us. Yes, he reached out to us. Last long, year, long, long email, pictures on maps. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this guy? Like, Were you still traveling at the point of time? Uh, no, actually, I was already in Canada studying. Uh, ah, yeah. how did you come to find out about us? Actually, um, so I did a quick Google search, and I also saw you guys on Instagram, ah. and that's how I learned of. Learned about you guys. That's, that's, that's amazing, bro. That's actually yeah. like ego booster for us. Then <laughs> yeah. now you're more popular than us, lah. So <laughs> I mean, right now you got four K plus followers on his uh, Instagram. Before that, maybe about a thousand something. Oh, that's, it's, 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 yes. that was a spike. So if you guys don't know who he is on Instagram, he is the long direction. Yes, the long yeah. direction. The long direction. Yeah. So it's T H E L O N G D I R E C T I O N. Did you create your Instagram before the trip or after the trip? Um, I created it, I think, in 2013 when I was in secondary school. This was his personal account, lah. Yeah, ah. so it was my personal account. Why the long direction? <gasps> Good question, because... Um, Were you I a directioner? To- oh, <laughs> 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 no, because I, I wanted to write it the wrong direction, because, you know, it was like going the wrong way towards Canada, because... Yeah. You know, going eastward uh-huh, uh-huh. across the Pacific would have been shorter. Yeah. But I was like, okay, fine. The wrong direction sounds a bit mainstream and my trip is long. So just, you know, change it to the long direction. Oh, so it wasn't the long, direc- it wasn't the long direction prior to your trip. It was a different Instagram username or has it always been the long direction? Uh, prior to my trip, it was named uh, Teen Gets Lost. Teen gets lost. Yeah, because I was a teenager. But then I grew ah, my teen years and I had to change my name. Of course, of course, you're growing up already, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Okay, okay. Um, so you are famous for traveling that particular route, and we want to go through that that route with you again and try to remember and uh, tell the stories that uh, 
you didn't tell anywhere else lah. We're not going to say where else you took got an interview lah, but like <laughs> we want to share the stories that you didn't manage to share in in any other interviews. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so how are we going to start? Why did you decide to do this trip? Um, so from a young age, um, I loved travel shows, and there was this channel called uh, Netgear Adventure. Yes, it's it doesn't exist anymore. Or it's <laughs> it, it doesn't exist. No, I oh, think I don't think so. Changed to just National Geographic. Netgear People, I think. Right now it's called Netgear People. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So they had really good shows on mm. adventure travels and overland traveling, mm. and one of like the more popular shows were travels based on uh, overland trips from Europe to Asia and vice versa. Okay. And so, yeah, because I've been watching it since my childhood, I was like, okay, you know, one day I have to travel from Singapore to London without doing any, uh, without taking any flights. So before this, has anyone done it before? Like what, what, what you've done? Uh, to Montreal, specifically yeah. to Montreal. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. I don't, I'm not aware of anyone else who has so done the first one Ever. From Singapore to Montreal, but I'm pretty sure there are people who have, you know, anywhere else to Montreal, uh, yeah, so or who have been across the world without taking flights. Is, ah. is, yeah. is this like uh, ground travel? Is it or, land, overland land travel? O- overland is travel. overland travel? Is it is it popular? Is it a thing? It's becoming a thing these days. Um, firstly, because you know, is it you, because they, they want to reduce the carbon footprint? And yes, that? that also, and yeah, so they want to reduce their carbon footprint and stuff. And also, when you fly, you miss out a lot. Yeah, that's true. You miss out on a lot. And experiences, you know, cultural experiences. You fly yeah. over a lot of other countries and you miss out certain things. Basically, it's just going from one destination to another but you skip the in-between and sometimes the in-between is more important than the destination. Yeah, it's oh. a journey that counts. Oh. Yeah, oh. the destination. <laughs> what the fuck? Similar to, to entrepreneurship. Oh. Like, the destination doesn't matter what is the process of getting there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we went that quick. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. So, oh, so that's the end of the podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so all your life, you kind of knew that this day was coming. Um, no, it was sort of like an afterthought, but actually I was a scaredy cat when I was in my secondary school years. Okay. okay. My secondary school friends can attest to that. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you had told me uh, if I had told 14 year old me that oh I was going to do this one day all alone hitchhiking mm-hmm. and all I'd be like okay <laughs> I wouldn't really I would you know I'm just like okay you know and now all your friends who call you a scary cat you can just point a middle finger to them like, hey fuck you got travel no? ah, over there, no? I go to all these stun 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 you never hear before no yeah. yeah so I sort of do that but not pointing a middle finger but you know in other ways yeah okay I understand I would do that as well it's a big flex bro it's a big yes, flex that's it has, yeah. has traveling always been something that you want to do Yes, or always. Ha- been. Has it been something that you've been doing a lot? Uh, yeah. So when I was young, I traveled with my family. I wouldn't say a lot, but I've been to places. But it was one of those uh, very vanilla sort of travel. I see. So, you know, stayed in a nice hotel, only visited places that were vanilla safe. Vanilla travel, eh? Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> only ate at very nice restaurants and stuff like that. Because, uh, uh, like, when, when I watch stuff on, on YouTube, right, I follow this channel called Yesterday. Then after Ooh, uh, Thomas, uh, th- 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 if I'm not wrong, Thomas' girlfriend, her, her name is uh, Lexi. Her mm. YouTube is Lexi Limitless lah. Youngest person to travel to all the countries in the world. So her her background is that her parents were uh, tour guides. Mm. So they they they, they like lived in the tourism industry. So that's uh, how she she was got exposed, exposed to all this traveling and like got all the tips and got all the discounts and, and stuff like that lah. Mm, mm, mm. But but for you is is. Nothing like that. Is normal family holiday once a year kind of thing, ah? Uh? Yes, that's ah, it. Yeah. Ah, okay. 
So, okay, okay, on yeah. that topic ah, because like a lot of people have been saying that um, you come from money ah, bro. Oh, because trust, you, trust fund kid. Trust yeah, fund kid. you come I from wish. money. <laughs> you uh, you this was this travel was paid and sponsored by Is this a your Mr. father. Son? <laughs> yeah. So uh, just to debunk that a bit ah. Okay, so I'm not related to any minister. Okay. Or I'm not aware. So of no, 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 Shamugam, uncle, no, no, Balakrishna, no. no okay, 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 okay. I wish with my uncle, maybe you know, <laughs> some strings. <laughs> okay, okay. But unfortunately, none of them are my minister. None uh, of them are my family members. Mm-hmm. Um, so my parents have very ordinary jobs. Do you, you mind sharing? What what kind of jobs they do? Uh, mom works in a hospital. Okay. You know. Really know the hospital can be doctor, uh, bro. Uh, but she's not doctor. Then I be the can be the VP, uh, bro. My dad does a very ordinary job. Not really sure what he does, but yeah, <laughs> ah, I know it's okay. a very ordinary job. If so, not, we wouldn't be staying in a HDB, and you know. So typical Singaporean boy live in HDB, lah. But yeah. who had a dream, lah? Who had a dream <laughs> and yeah. accomplished it, lah? Yes, yeah, that's right. Fucking amazing, lah. So we had a, quite a bit, a few questions on that, right? No, that's it. Oh, really? Yeah. Alamak. They just want to know the financial and uh, Oh, so the finances, ground. how I got the finances, I worked part-time uh, mm. as a tuition teacher and that's how I saved uh, $10,000. I taught English and French. Where do you learn French? Well, I learned it in school when I was... JC. Uh, yeah, during JC, yes. So JC, they teach French, man. I think... No, not in JC, outside JC. Ah. Yeah. So you, you, you're proficient in French, lah? Uh, you can say so. Okay. <laughs> wow. Because that, actually that was one of the the questions I had in mind when I was reading your articles and reading your your, your book like, like later you can share about your book. It's like how how the fuck this guy communicate with all these people Iranian you know? people especially and like he like like later we'll talk about like his his travels where he hitchhiked mm. he sleep at this place he sleep at that place like. These people are not in the town, no. They're not in the city, you know. Like English and French, international language. But then, like, I don't think people like they they speak the international language. They speak the native language. So, mm-hmm. like, how how, how like, communication is actually uh, like something key. that was in my head, like, How mm. how do you communicate with all these people? Especially if like you want to say like, hey, can I hitch a ride on your truck? And okay. they don't speak English, and they'll just be like, who the fuck is this kid <laughs> trying to communicate <laughs> with me? Yeah. So, uh, so how 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 do you do that communication thing? So in Central Asia, I spoke Russian. I speak a bit of Russian. I, uh, it's a language that I learned when I was doing my NS. So during my free time uh, during NS, you know, I did learn Russian. Mm. And yeah, so in Central Asia, I use Russian. Elsewhere, people do speak English. Mm-hmm. Broken. Broken sometimes even like uh, really good English. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So one of those countries that was really surprising was Iran. Like uh, a lot of young people spoke really good English. Nice. I and think that's due to the internet also, like, to be honest. Yes. TikTok. <laughs> we, that time we did the TikTok live so many, I think Iranians or Middle yeah. Eastern people were were on TikTok live with us as well. But <laughs> they couldn't speak English. La. I think they can. Uh, they just refuse to. <laughs> because it's not their first language. Ma. Yeah, yeah. It can be quite intimidating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and elsewhere, you know, was just Google Translate. Right, the fucking that's, internet, that's bro. That. <laughs> and fucking internet, bro. Even something as simple as hand gestures, facial expressions. Yeah, they actually, you can communicate a lot. Mm. Just, you know, by showing a hand sign or, you know, having a certain uh, facial expression. But, uh, okay. like, when you talk about internet, right? so every country you buy SIM card? Uh? Not really. So In, you Wi-Fi? It depends. Wi-Fi. So some <laughs> Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. So it depends. Some countries, the internet was, uh, I mean, data, mobile data was quite cheap. Mm. So I bought it. Oh, so you bought a Singapore SIM card and did roaming? No. Oh, so then? I went to That's each expensive. and every country. And it depends. In, 
if the country had cheap data or not. If it had cheap da- cheap data, I bought I bought a SIM card. Uh, if not, I just relied on a Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Ah. And some in places in many places, people are really really um, friendly. Uh, very they lend you the hotspot lah. Yeah, so you can just go up to them and tell them, "Hey, I'm a tourist and I would like some hotspot." And that's cool. So be- before we dive into your travels, right? Do you, uh, can can you like, like briefly uh, tell the, our, our listeners or tell us like where did you go to? Uh, what was your route? Like in general, first lah. Like, before we dive into the the whole thing. Mm. Okay, so I went to I went up north to Malaysia, Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, Vietnam, Central Asia. Spent there about two months before. That's going Central to- Asia. Oh, sorry, Southeast, Southeast Asia. Asia. Yes. Yeah. Before going to China, and then I went to North Korea to do a visa run. Mm-hmm. Then returned to China, and then went to Central Asia. So why? Kyrgyzstan. Why visa run? I don't get it. Because his visa uh, expire. Like, no, no, like only fifteen days. Yeah. Only, only fifteen days. I can enter into the country in China uh, without a visa. I see. So okay. I had to restart the count. Also similar to how like Malaysians uh, go in and out lah. Yeah. Yeah. Singapore and out. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. 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 So after that, I went to Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan. Lots of stunts. <laughs> Go ahead, go stand. <laughs> uh, they will laugh, uh, they will laugh. <laughs> so, and then Iran, Turkey, and then I went to Europe. So Bulgaria, Serbia, Hungary, Slovakia, Czech Republic, uh, Germany. Uh, and in Germany, in Bremerhaven, in Germany, I took a cargo ship across the Atlantic to the US. And then from the US, I went up to Montreal, uh, Canada. So you never go India? Alright. Wow, you skipped India totally. It wasn't part of the route, lah. It wasn't. Yeah, it was out of the way. It was out of the way because China, because straight away go to China's already like yeah, it's there. really there. Already, so you just go up. Mm. Mm. You go through the stunts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go through the stunts. Then Germany. Uh, <gasps> then Iran, then Turkey, and then Europe, and then Germany. From Turkey, then that's the gateway, yeah. The yeah. gateway to Europe. In Europe, you didn't go to any other countries apart from Germany. Ah uh, no, I went to Hungary, I went to Bulgaria, Bulgaria, Serbia, Hungary, Czech East, Republic, East Europe, lah. Uh, southern, southeast, southeast, yeah. Okay. Oh. The non-popular ones are the cheaper yeah. ones. The cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just a all question. The... Beforehand, right? Because you were saying that you had to like speak to all of the people there, the locals and all. Have you always been like a friendly person, or was it difficult going up to all of them? Um, I think I, w- I would say I'm a friendly. It, it depends on the situation, you know. If I don't yeah. want to talk to a certain person, then I can be <laughs> the most unfriendly and, you know, I could have a resting bitch face, but if, you know, I find that, you know, it's a nice or pleasant experience to talk to someone, then yeah, I can be the friendliest person. So, it, okay. yeah, I would say I'm sort of, it depends on the person. Because it's kind of intimidating, like, if if, if you're alone, then like, you want to speak to people, you yeah. have to force yourself to speak to people, but you don't really want to speak to people. So, like, I, 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 I think a lot of Individuals or a lot of our followers, they they are afraid of that because in Singapore already in your school you don't really want to talk to people anymore. They're like, if you go out, they're like, this, this is a problem, lah. So like, oh no, I was a very talkative you, person. I mean, I'm the reason why they have discipline masters in school. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but okay, also okay. you know during my NS years, I used to host people on uh, who were on couch surfing, so budget travelers at my place in uh, Singapore. Ah, and so I was already talking to foreigners like a lot. So I this see. wasn't a, ho- a new experience. I see, okay. I see. And it was them, the couch surfers whom I hosted. Is the one that helped you later in your travels. Who were the one who were, uh, who you know got me excited, who taught oh. me how to travel very cheap, and mm. who also you know showed me that there's this whole other way of traveling. I see, yeah. I see. Okay, all right, time to. Go deep into your route, lah, bro. Okay. Your route of how you started. So Singapore, okay. Which part of Singapore you start? East, north, west. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, I start at home and I live in the west. Okay. And then okay. I had to go to Golden Mile, 
and I took a bus up north to to Malacca. Malacca. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Before you left home, what did you tell your parents? Hey, I'm going to go out. When you going to be back? Oh, nine months later. Is that how? Is that how that conversation went? No, I just told my parents, oh, I'm going to travel for long term. I didn't even know it was going to last for nine months. <laughs> I just told them, oh, I'm going to travel uh, long term for you know maybe a year. And you your parents, siblings? Ah, uh, no, I'm the only child. Wow, that makes it worse, man. Like your parents must have been like, ah, oh, long yeah. term. So I told them, I also told them, now I'm traveling to Canada without flights. But for them, I think they couldn't comprehend the without flights from Singapore to Canada part. Ah, uh, for them, it was just the oh, you're traveling long term. You have I traditional see. parents. Um, I would say they're quite traditional in some sense and quite uh, open-minded in some sense. Like they never really, they could have traditional views, but they never really, and you know, imposed it, yeah, right. imposed it on me. So it was a simple, okay, go. Cool. Um, I mean, they were <laughs> like, oh, you know, be careful, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. Easy. So you left home. You took a bus uh, to Malacca. To Malacca. Yeah. Do you stay long in Malaysia? In Malaysia, maybe about a week, a little over a week. In Malacca? No, no, in Malaysia, like, in you Mal- know, KL, Penang and uh, stuff. Okay, you went to Penang? Because no, you have to go up, what? Penang is out of the way, what? No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, technically out of the way. Penang is Penang is an island. Yeah, it's an island. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, yeah, I just wanted to go to Penang because it's popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay lah yeah. But you can't spend more than Like a few days there It's, yeah. quite, uh, it's quite boring You spend a fucking week there bro No lah not a week what <laughs> about, about four days Four days, five days uh, Four or five days uh. okay, yeah. boring, okay then after After going through Malaysia The normal route Where did you go? I went to Thailand Okay um, So it was in the On the island of Koh Tao That I did a diving course And I got scammed Because you know I've never rode a bike before <laughs> A bicycle eh, Not bicycle Motorbike And uh, yeah so you got scammed $600, right? Can you tell us the infamous story? Like how yeah. do you get scammed? How do you get out of it? Okay, so I had a di- and friend whom I met uh, while what, diving. What, what a friend? friend uh, like a normal... Oh, like, dive... Like a diver, diver friend. Oh, diver, diver friend. friend. Mm. So we met and his name was uh, Ryan. And Ryan was like, let's... Uh, I'll teach you how to ride a motorcycle. It's very easy. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, okay, fine. Okay. And so I rented a motorcycle together with him. One for each of us. And I asked him, how do you ride a motorcycle? And he was like, twist on the handle. <laughs> it's automatic lah. Oh, oh. Yeah, automatic. Okay la. like, it's it's on the like that, you balance, you know, single, <laughs> yeah. check your blind spot. Just, just get to Yeah, Twist the motorcycle, right uh, right brake is the front, left leg is the back. That's it lah. So I twisted it. And before I knew it, I was like, I, you know, the motorcycle went across the street. Yeah. And I almost like knocked into like a hawker. The street Wow. And then after that, I rode it for like uh, half a day uh? and I fell like easily four or five times. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> oh, I you got, fell off the bike four or five times? Yeah. So and the I, bike was trashed. It was trashed, but not $600 trashed. You get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Ah. But I did suffer some injuries and stuff. Like I was bleeding and <laughs> all, but I didn't fracture any like bone, which is. Okay. Thank God. Thing. Look, I have so many friends who went to Bali, rented a bike. Big accident, needed stitches and shit like that. Yes. So fucking common, dude. And all I needed was just a plaster. Okay. Yeah. But at that time, you know, I wasn't, I was like, okay, fine. If my leg is fractured and stuff, it's okay. But the bike shouldn't be too damaged because I have no money to pay for the bike. Okay. Okay. Like, yeah. And I paid and I had to pay for the bike because, you know, they were like, oh, it's $600. How was the bike. argument with the staff? I was very, I was very friendly with her. Ah, really? <laughs> because I didn't want to argue with her. Okay. And also, you know, I'm outnumbered. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay. So, so uh, did, did she did she open with 600 or did you bargain it down to 600? Oh, she opened it with 1,000. Oh. oh and then we she negotiated. Was Singaporean. 
even yeah because you know, I, have to give, I have to give my passport as a collateral ah. and then we niggled, you know we I bargained my way to $600 so it's quite funny because she only she rents the bikes for only $2 a day yeah but she had like a credit card reader and stuff so I was like how many people like you know have you scammed yeah <laughs> <laughs> because why would you need you know a credit card reader when you're selling something for just $2. Ah, okay. Can you just ask, before you actually went for all these travels, right, do you get international like insurance or travel insurance? Yeah, of course, I got medical insurance. Medical, medical insurance. insurance has its limitations, so they mm. don't cover countries, countries like North Korea, like Iran, they don't really cover those countries. Ah, okay, okay. Okay, so after uh, the whole bike incident and you were in Thailand and any other interesting stories or things that you did in Thailand? Uh, Thailand, I went to Bangkok, I went to Pai. Pai? Yeah, Pai is a city just uh, a bit north. The life of Pai? <laughs> yeah, that Pai. Like, it's pronounced that way. Ah, and okay. spelling too. Um, yeah, so it's north of uh, Chiang Mai. It's deep in the mountains. So it used to be some hippie hideout. These days, it's uh, more of a oh, backpack. Oh, I've heard of Pai. Yeah. It's very psychedelic and shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Kau tahu je, when you, no, no, my you friends, my friends. It's just sub lah. No, my friends, my Drugs friends. and everything, it's sub. Kau dah sub. My <laughs> friends, I'm exposed to this kind of stuff. And, I okay. see. Like, like last time, you you try to hide it no? Nah. Now you... You don't fucking hide it at all, sir, sir. Okay, so... How was uh, the party life in Thailand? Thailand. Because in Thailand. Now, all, all we know about Thailand is a... Uh, is, uh, it's a party. Ping pong show. Uh, I've heard ping pong show. Oh my god, the Thailand. ping pong show is where they put the pigeon in the. Oh. Not pigeon. Ping, ping pong. They put no, the ping my pong friend went to a ping pong show and they put a vi- a pigeon out uh, up her vagina. Oh what the fuck! And it out and it's still alive and it flew away. <laughs> I swear to god that happened. <laughs> the, the, the one that I watched, the one that like uh, caught like made me really made me really like uh, remember it. Like is she, they they gave up balloons. Then I'm like, what is this balloons for? Then they say, oh, later you just throw up. I say, okay, okay. So the 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 performers uh, had like straws. Uh-huh. So they 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 had like darts in the straw. Then they put the darts at the vagina. Then they 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 just shoot the darts are from the vagina. So you throw up the balloon. Then they shoot at uh, the the, the oh, wait, wait wait they shoot from the vagina. Yeah, yeah. Bro, marksman bro marksman with their vagina. Wait wait, wait how's their position they, like? They put like, the straw. They open up. Uh, they they really open up. Uh. Like 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 you wanna fuck them uh, You open they open the legs uh. Did you see all that? No. <laughs> I never go to any ping pong show or anything. I just, my sort of partying was, you know, just buying one of those buckets filled with alcohol and ah, just yeah, chilling somewhere. Just chilling. How many yeah. people were, were at your parties? Man? Um, so, like hundreds. But wow. in my group, like a uh, group of friends that, you know, I had, mm. the people whom I met in Thailand, um, it was maybe about 20. Yeah, wow. I, I, I have a question. Because uh, a lot of backpackers, right, who travel backpacking, right, they tend to stay with white people. They don't really stay with the locals. So when you travel, do you look for locals to stay with or you just stay around the backpackers? Hostels la? and stuff. Um, so in Thailand, it's really hard because the, I, I'm not so sure, I don't want to assume, but a lot of Thais see it as this way, like, you know, or tourists are rich, so they should stay at a hotel or something, or hostel. And uh, it, There's no need to host people. And also a lot of them don't really speak English. I see, and I see. tourists aren't really like a very special thing in Thailand. Oh yeah, 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 yeah because yeah, you know yeah. it's a tu- very touristy place. So. Yeah. Previously, when I went to Indonesia, I did backpacking there. I stayed in hostels. It's all just white people. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's all just white people. I spend time with like Dutch people because a lot of Dutch people like to go to Indonesia because of 
no they used to colonize Indonesia and they want to visit <laughs> their, their roots. Yeah, going back to their roots. <laughs> ah. They want to visit their grand grandfather or grandmother's grave, which shouldn't even be in Indonesia to be honest. It should, but whatever lah. Yeah, so usually these host- hostels are filled up with white people lah. To be honest, yeah. And so I, I had a, a funny like a very like real conversation with this uh, backpacker who stayed in that that hostel for three months. He's like. Fuck bro, my my everyday life is just smoke weed, just get drunk and just eat and just like do my normal stuff wherever country that I'm from. But it's just a new country, so I they they don't really like submerge themselves in the culture. Yeah, so it depends. You know, a lot of people think oh, backpacking means oh, you're adventurous and stuff. But yeah. there are many backpackers come in different types and sizes. You know, mm. of different shapes and forms. So yeah. what <laughs> shape and form are you? Um, I like uh, seeing how people, local people, live. Mm. I like, of course, having fun a bit. Learn about the culture, you know, see the landscape, mm. and basically just living like a local ah. as much as possible. Yep. So after Thailand, where do you go? I went to Laos, which was pretty much like Thailand. Mm. A bit of partying. What language do they speak in Laos? Laos. Laos. Is it similar to Thai? Apparently, yes. Even ah. the alphabet is almost the same. Ah, isn't so Laos like a very villagey area? Yes, it's, it is. It's still third world, lah. It's still right. third world. It's, it's not as developed as Thailand, lah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, certainly, it's it's still technically communist. Oh, so it's a communist country that's not really developed. Lots of mountains. Uh, oh yeah, so I was um, um, I took the slow boat from uh, the Thai Laotian border to uh, Luang Prabang. Oh my god, is it the Triangle River thingy? Uh, so it's along the Mekong. Yeah, Mekong ah, yeah. River. Mekong River. Oh, Luang Prabang. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Yeah. Wow. Laos? How long was the boat ride? Uh, it was two days. So What we stopped. Fuck? Oh wow. <laughs> we stopped uh, in. We stopped uh, somewhere in between in a place called uh, Park Bang. Park Bang. Park Bang. Okay. Okay. And then in Park. Oh, Park Bang was where I had. Uh, Park Bang. <laughs> I had my. Uh, so it was very interesting. I woke up and I smelled someone grilling some meat. Okay. Okay. So I went down and I saw what. I thought was like a rat okay. on the grill, okay. and the guy who was like uh, preparing this uh, dish, dish, yeah, yeah. He was like try some, try some. Okay. Oh god! So uh, yeah, it was in Laos that you know. It I was a rat. Yeah, like <laughs> those sewer rats kind of shit. I'm not so sure. And you tried it? Yeah. How did How it taste like? It? Tasted a bit like chicken. Butter. Why does everyone say that? Like everybody <laughs> says like, oh, uh, what was it taste like? Oh, like chicken? Uh? What the fuck? Everything <laughs> tastes like, like chicken. No, it tasted a bit like chicken, but. It was also a bit rubbery. Uh. Was it very potent? Very like you uh, know when you eat mutton, right? This mutton is this is like like this aftertaste. Is it it was an aftertaste? Bitter. Bitter. The bitter. Ampit yeah. taste. But honestly, uh, if you I had never eat ampit before, so. <laughs> <laughs> no. But if you have told me that you know it was chicken, I would have bought it. Ah. Yeah. So maybe because I knew that it was red, uh, then yeah. you know. I had like so. Do you had a bite or do you eat the whole rat? Just a bite, just a piece. He, he, oh, he didn't wow. offer you the whole rat. <laughs> no, <laughs> selfish or what? Sir, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> the tail, uh. Oh, that'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, so you, oh. I think the tail would have been crispy, no? Oh, yeah. oh what the fuck, man? Just, just, just like the chicken wing, you know, the 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 cartilage. Oh, the the end of the chicken yeah. wing. Yeah, it would have tasted something like that, or even nicer, like you know, one of those sotong. Ah, oh. that's right. It's lost the the, the the village with the the long neck villagers. Uh, so there's some long necks in in Laos, but I've not met them. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. And okay. there's like the big ear ones also, right? I didn't see them. You didn't see them. No. I think some It's some cool stereotypes though. of of Laos is that they are they are actually very uh close about like uh sex and stuff like that. Like what, what, conservative, what, conservative. So, mm-hmm. so was your experience like that? Like the the females there were were still very conservative. And they were very camera shy. 
I, I think see. that says a lot, but I never really like talk to them about this. I really never talk to many Laotians because you know a lot of them didn't speak English. Mm, I didn't mm, speak the language. How long were you in Laos? Yeah. About maybe ten days. Oh, oh. Long time, bro. Long, what were you doing time, bro. there? Um, Drinking beer, bro. Honeyken there is the first. Oh yeah, so that's there. where I celebrated New Year. Ah. ah. How did they celebrate? Uh, oh, I went to a club. They, nice, bro. Nice. They love beer, bro. Really? Yeah, bro. Damn. Do you want to go to Koh No, because I. <laughs> Right. <laughs> no, because I the TF skill, the Temasek Foundation, the the program with the Laos people. Yeah, man. Ah, yeah, but Temasek Foundation, you heard that, right? Yeah, Temasek Foundation. Bro, what Nonsense, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. yeah, it was in Laos that yeah, I it's celebrated. It's pretty here. big. I didn't realize how big Laos is. It's a long is, country. It's fucking huge, yeah, bro. It spreads see, like like Thailand, like Laos is basically this size, no. So <laughs> like it borders with Vietnam, Thailand, Myanmar? and. No, uh, Cambodia, Cambodia Vietnam, Thailand, Cambodia, and China. Myanmar to the left, and China on top. So it's like legit in between. So it's like that. It's a long ass country. Oh, it's huge here, and then like it's elongated this way. So like a sperm. You know how should I say it? It's huge here, and it and it elongates this way. It's like a penis, bro. <laughs> it's like a penis, ah. <laughs> but I please please any Laosian hearing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the bottom of the penis. <laughs> <laughs> at the bottom is just uh, the Viet- Vietnam and Thailand and then subsequently on top is China and Myanmar oh so it really connects all the yeah, countries yeah it connects all the countries yeah. it's in between so you travel up by bus I travel down you travel down down yeah okay. because you know no one's gonna pick me up I think one of the disadvantages of being you know Asian backpacking as an Asian mm-hmm. as to let's say a white, white person lah. or someone who is obviously a foreigner is that many people mistake you for being a local and yeah in many cultures people tend to treat tend not to be as nice to locals as they are to foreigners because they're like okay you know you are one of our people you should know your way around as opposed <laughs> to seeing a foreigner and they're like oh he's lost you know and we should help him or oh, it's like visual difference I already can see like oh you're not brown so if I'm gonna help you, yeah, because uh, they're like, oh, okay, definitely a foreigner. Yeah, help. You, you're Asian, so you know, you know your way. Yeah, you sort yeah, of uh, okay. No, plus yeah. the foreigners are where they make their money from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So there's a pro and con, I mean, if you're a foreigner, they will confirm like, oh, this guy got money, a thousand dollars, yeah. So how, so how how do you travel in Laos? You took the bus. I took the bus, yeah, because what, I wanted what, to be quick. Was it easy? Oh yeah, it was relatively easy. Do you stop by Vietnam? Yeah. So after that, I went to Cambodia. Oh, so you went down? Yeah, I went down to Cambodia. Ah, okay. And in Cambodia, I stayed about maybe five days. I went to Angkor Wat in Siam ah, Angkor Wat is one of the places I've always wanted to go. Ah, is really it nice. beautiful? It's beautiful. Do you, get, do, 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 do you get the shot of the the, the, like, the body of water? Yes, sunrise, the, at the, the reflection. Yeah. You got the shot. Uh? In fact, ah. on one of the days, I was the first person to enter wow. uh, Angkor Wat. That's insane. Uh? It's super crowded on that place. Really? Yeah. <laughs> People yeah. are at the water. I'm like, why are they at the water? Like, it's so packed. So, so I, I, I stood not at the water. So when I went to the water, oh, got the reflection and the sunrise. So, no one, they just wanted a shot. Yeah. Ah, okay, okay. It's one of the wonders of the world. Not really it's, wonders of the world. Is it a wonder? I don't know. We should check it out. No, yeah, it's, yeah. it's nice. I, nice, I, nice. I, I think it's a new wonder. New wonder. Okay. So after Cambodia, you spent five days in Cambodia and then you went to the right near the no, near the coast, which is Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's where Wise is from. La. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Vietnam. Uh, oh yeah, I taught in So Vietnam, I was teaching English quite a bit. I don't know why, but you know, all the couch surfing hosts that I was, uh, that hosted me. Yeah. They were all English teachers and I like the concept. Like, you know, you stay with them for free and then for a few hours a day, you have to interact with the students uh, to help them uh, practice, you know, the English. Okay. And the students would bring you around the city. Which part of Vietnam were you in? I was in Ho Chi Minh City, Hue, 
uh, Hanoi, Nha Trang. So uh, you prefer Sabah. the north or you prefer the south? I have no preference. Uh, how, how, answer, eh? <laughs> <laughs> how do you get to stay at these places for free? Uh, you just meet them on this website called Couchsurfing. Uh-huh. It's worldwide. Just, yeah, it's worldwide, and you just write okay. a you just write a request. Mm. And yeah. how fast is the request like accepted or what? It depends on it the person who is. Uh, it's like a it's like an Airbnb but free. Yeah. Is it okay. scary, dude? Um, some. First time I tried it, it was quite scary because you know you're staying in someone's house. For yeah. Yeah, 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 they could murder you, bro. They could yeah. they cut the you up and eat this you. This review system, rating system, so uh. you can always read someone's ra- uh, reviews before you know. Uh, it's house in to Vietnam. Uh, high chance of you getting raped, but food was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember reading somewhere you said that oh, uh, try not to live with someone who stays alone. So have uh, you stayed with someone who stayed alone before? Yeah, I stayed with people who have stayed uh, who are living alone. Um, but of course, you know you have to read the profile and all. Some mm. people have blank profiles. And what's your the, worst experience couch surfing? Which country? Oh, that was like so before I embarked on this trip in Oman. So I was in this uh, place called Nizwa. Wait, this is not this, this nine months trip. This was not during this trip. Okay. So okay. Yeah, before this trip, I was in this country in the Middle East called Oman. Oman. Okay. And in this city called Niswa. And there was just one very expensive hotel. Uh-huh. And this couch surfing host from the Philippines. Okay. And so I, yeah, before I could even enter his house yeah. at the threshold, he told me that he has a friend who is coming, who, not from Grinder, which is the gay dating yeah. app, who's yeah. coming over and they're both going to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But you're welcome to sleep on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, yeah, and then at night he flashed himself in front of me. Okay. Okay. And then But Yeah, and then he said a lot of racist things after that. Okay. Well, Kustan, yeah. Yes, yeah. What the fuck? So did he actually do it? Like No, 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 of course not. Oh. But he flashed you. Yeah, he flashed me. So he said a lot of racist shit. And it's not that I could have left because it was in the middle of the desert and you know it was really late at night uh-huh. and so also the other the alternative was way too expensive uh-huh. for me so wow. I stayed there anyway but you know I was how long cautious. did you stay? just two three nights what, what the fuck? fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck bro? no because after the first after the first night he was he knew that you know okay he couldn't get anything so he became somewhat normal and then he he started becoming racist instead of you know being perverted <laughs> Oh, what, what what racist things? Yeah. Oh, he had lots of. So he was a lab technician at a local university. What the fuck? This guy's educated. Yeah. <laughs> he was a lab tech exposed to kids, no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was saying things like, oh, you know, um, Indian people are smelly, the local people are all lazy, that's why I don't give them good grades. What the wow. fuck? Yeah. And he, yeah, and he did all those, he said all those stuff and. You should write yeah. to the university and get him fired. Yeah, that's bro. what I did. I wrote to the university. Oh, nice, yes, nice, nice, nice. And did he get fired? Uh, last I heard, he was deported to the Philippines. Nice. Holy <laughs> la. So, like, so right now, you only have one hotel to stay there. No more car surfing hotel. Uh, no, no, no. So I wrote, I wrote in after I left. Uh, yeah, so I have friends. Because Oman is quite a small country, so people sort of know one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And my other friends were telling me that, oh, actually your email sort of opened an investigation before that they had suspicions because I students see. were complaining about nice, him yeah. I see but a lot of it didn't really couldn't be substanti- substantiated uh, okay. yeah. isn't so, Oman and Yemen like very dangerous uh, Oman is very safe Yemen very dangerous but they're uh, neighbours yeah okay okay. <laughs> it's like Singapore and Malaysia lah. so anyways uh, um, I understand now why you uh, not going to, to Philippines this type of jokes yeah 
But then just tak masuk lah. A bit politically racist lah. Huh. <sighs> okay, so I know I understand you didn't go to Philippines at all lah. Uh, no. Now, yeah, we because, now we know why. Now we know why lah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not because of that. Because uh, you know, there's there also a sea in, in between, and I don't want to take a ship unnecessarily. Because very expensive. And, and like you know, a laptop in from Philippines that are probably. <laughs> that you, <laughs> you really ended the man's career, bro. Yes, yeah. I don't know what I, I, he could have found oh. another job in the Philippines. Eh? Ah, he deserved it, lah. Whatever, lah. So um, yeah. from Vietnam, you travel upwards past Hanoi, and then do you enter I China from there? I went to Nanning. Nanning. Uh, Guangzhou. Nanning? Beijing, eh, Beijing. <laughs> so okay. China was really was like a real shocker because it was really modern, like way more modern than even Singapore. I would say people were paying with uh, Alipay, Alipay, and WeChat. WeChat. Do you yeah. have a WeChat with, account before that? Uh, to message, yes, because everything else was blocked. No WhatsApp, yeah. no YouTube, no Facebook, no Twitter, no Instagram, nothing. VPN. Okay, this podcast is brought to you by Surfshark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay, you were in. <laughs> Not VPN. <laughs> you were ah yeah. You were in Nanning. Did you stop by Hong Kong? No, I didn't. Ah, uh, no, no, that's in uh, Taiwan. Taiwan oh, across the sea. Yeah. You, you didn't go to you didn't go to Hong Kong or Taiwan. Uh, no. Ah, okay, okay. I can't find Nanning on the map. N A N N I N G. It's right in the border of uh Vietnam. Yeah, Vietnam and China. Like it's near Hanoi. Okay. Yeah. So how do you get from Vietnam to China? You took a bus. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And so from oh, there was an issue in Hanoi. Why? The last day, so happened? I couldn't find a host in uh, Hanoi, so I had to stay at a hostel. Okay. And um, I wanted some Chinese Roman B. Money, money, money. Oh, oh RMB. Oh, okay. okay. So, I want, so I wanted to change from the Vietnamese dong to the Chinese Roman B. Okay. And my hostel was selling it for very at a very good price. Okay. okay. So I changed it with them, uh, but I didn't have like uh, I was trying to withdraw like uh, Vietnamese dong from ATMs in. Mm. Hanoi, but all the ATMs had limits, and my oh the, baller lah! This how yeah. much you want to withdraw? <laughs> how much yeah. do you intend to withdraw? I wanted to withdraw like two hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. Oh, not, how much was the limit? Yeah, but you know it's Vietnam. Everything is cheap. So <laughs> how much was the limit at that point of time? One hundred. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's about one point five million ah. One point five million dollars. Around there, yeah. Or okay. two million around there, yeah. Okay. So. Yep, I went to the hostel and I told them, you know, you have very good rates, but I don't have any Vietnamese dong. I can bank transfer you because my bank tran- international bank transfers for my bank uh-huh. is free, by the way. Okay. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. They said yes to everything. And I did a bank transfer and I also told them, you will not get the money until the next working day. Okay. Which means that I will be already, I'll be gone. You will leave already. Oh, yeah, shit. By okay. the time you get the money. Okay. And they're like, yes, 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 yes. So the following day, I... You know, checked out as per normal, but it was a family-run hostel. So by means the way. they pass you the RMB, yeah. Yeah, and then the mother stopped me. Didn't speak English, but she was shouting her daughter's name. Uh-huh. Daughter came down and said she didn't receive the money yet. Ah. Uh... And then I told her, okay, you know what? Um, I told you that you know you're not receive the money until the next working day. Uh-huh. And then her father came in, and the father drove her to the bank, and the bank told her they haven't received the money yet uh-huh. and stuff. And you were like, I'm gonna call the police, blah 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 blah. I mean, technically, okay. you're like scamming lah. Like if if I was the girl, that's <laughs> why I would yeah. like it's perfect. So it's so it's so convenient. Oh, you're gonna receive the money the next day. No, but she said. But the next day, I'm in China. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a cultural thing. So I sort of realized that in many parts of Asia, yeah. including Singapore, people Trust admit me. to are afraid to admit that they don't understand stuff. Mm-hmm. They just say yes, yes, yes to everything. Ah, okay, yeah. okay. And so that was probably that. So how do you settle that issue? I just told them, okay, I'll return you RMB and you know, I'll cancel the bank transfer and yeah, let's go our separate ways. And then they sort of realize it's a miscommunication and stuff. 
Oh, so did you did the transfer back? You did lah. You did. You oh, cancelled no, the, trans- the transfer. Oh, then how do you enter China without any RMB? Um, so I went there and I just withdrew from a ATM machine. Ah, okay. Why didn't you just do that at the start? Because well, he wanted cash on you hand. You wanted a good rates, is it? Or? Yeah, I wanted a good rates, and my bank was like charging a lot. I see. I see. International per withdrawal, I think it's about fifty bucks or like six dollars or maybe you can yeah, go seven dollars for each withdrawal plus three percent commission uh, plus the bank in the home, like in the whole like foreign country, will also want to take like a cut. A cut. Okay. So okay. yeah, it was a lot. And international bank transfer, if I transfer from a bank account to a bank account, it's free. I see, yeah. I see. Okay, okay. All right, so from Hanoi? I went to Nanning, then I went to Guangzhou, Shanghai, Beijing. This was during a Chinese New Year. That is far. How do you get there? So yeah, I had to take a train. I couldn't hitchhike in China. Because okay. I only had 15 days. You had you, you set aside 15 days for no, China? I only had 15 days. Visa? Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Visa yeah, yeah, yeah. access. All right, so you took a train all the way? Yeah, so I it was a Chinese New Year. It was during t- Chinese t- New Year. Period. Tell us a bit about this. I uh, traveling during Chinese New Year because so that's packed. just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I one thing uh, that I never do or I do not do often when traveling is planning ahead. And that's good. I'm on. I'm. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, and you know it has its pros. One of it. One of the pros is that you know when you plan. To when you plan your trip, you're only going to see and see things that you know exist. You're mm. going to experience things that you know uh, that people have ex- already experienced because yeah. you did your prior research. Yeah, mm. precisely. And you're going mm. to, you know, everything is going to. There's not going to be a real shock. You're not going to experience things naturally. Mm. But if you don't plan too much and you go with the flow, let's say you know you go with your host and your host brings you somewhere or your mm. host tells you a certain place and you know. Mm, you experience it for yourself. Yeah, then you yeah. end up in places where you never know existed. Mm. You experience things that, you know, are somewhat hidden, mm, that mm. don't exist on the internet, you know, just known through word of mouth. So in China, you were going in blind, basically. Sort of. So I went in and there were no, the trains were all fully, not fully booked, but all the seats were booked mm-hmm. and there were only standing places. Okay. So I had to which, which sleep literally, opposite the toilet. Which literally means you only can stand. Ah. Yes, but there was always a space and there was the place outside the toilet. <laughs> and there's so a reason I, for that. Ah. Yes, so and I slept there and it was super smelly and super noisy. So from Guangzhou to Beijing, you took a train? Uh, I stopped in Shanghai then Shanghai to Beijing. It's fucking far. Lah. Sell, I'm looking yeah. at it. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking far. Sell, bro. Each, each train ride was like 12 to 18 hours. That's a day. Mm. So you stood up for at least 8 hours. Lah. Yeah, sometimes I stood, sometimes I sat opposite the toilet. My seat opposite the toilet was always, you know, available. It was there. No one wanted to go there, bro. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Uh, was the train ride like uh, comfortable? Do you have any food? I'm, I was thinking about. I'm thinking about food throughout this throughout this period of time. Like food. Yeah. So food. I I ate relatively well in Southeast Asia. Rats uh, and stuff like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking stereotype, bro. Like, all my listeners listen to this. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. All these Asians eat rats. Southeast Asia, rats, dogs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, I mean. A layer of truth to it, so <laughs> super thin layer, lah. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but in China, the thing was that you know, food was food was an issue because I don't speak Chinese, uh-huh. so half the time I ended up just pointing at photos and. I see. Yeah. Okay. Do you question what meat they were using? Um, not really. Do you have any dietary uh, restrictions? Not really. No. Okay. Okay. What What shots do you take before going? Like trouble. I had the normal vaccinations and that's like a flu shot and everything. Yeah. Oh, and I had yellow fever jab, but this was like a few years prior to the trip. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. So, right, so what other interesting things happened in China? 
Uh, so I was molested by my couch surfing husband. Baiklah. Baiklah. So yeah, he invited me over to his place, and then when he was when I was sleeping, I felt something on my crotch. It was his hand. So in the middle of the night, I just so he said I had to sleep on the same bed with him, which is actually pretty normal on couch surfing. Yeah. Okay. Because you can't be picky because you know you're staying at someone's house for, for free. free. Okay. And many many times, in fact, most of the time, it's um, something very. Um, Harmless, very innocuous. Mm, mm. There's no, you know, sexual intention. There's no, like malice, bad intention. Uh, yeah. yeah, no mm. malice. Yeah. Mm. But this guy certainly had some bad intention. He wanted to do do something, and so in the middle of the night, after he did that, I took my frying pan and, and hit him in the head. No, I just uh, slept in the <laughs> on the floor. Room. Oh, yeah, okay, on the floor in the living room. Okay, and then the next day I left, yeah. and I was sort of homeless. <laughs> Oh, Why? he didn't want to go back. No, because I didn't want to go back because it was. Very oh, you know, one okay, you can take it. It's been two three nights. <laughs> no, but this one was very. Uh, yeah, so this one was a bit weird, and I also had a tent. I bought a tent in Shanghai. Okay. So I really wanted to use it. Uh, okay. So, okay, let me go to. Let me tent at a place that's that will be really you know memorable. Okay. And I was like, okay, let's go to an abandoned section of the Great Wall of China. Of course, lah. <laughs> so I went abandoned to an abandoned place. Uh, yeah, in the middle China. of February. Mm. So I went to an abandoned place. Well, you had to buy a ticket up first, right? No, ticket in. I had to. I I just took many buses until I reached a place that was like a few hours out of Beijing. So it wasn't even a. Where is the real world? On the border of Mongolia and it's, China. No, it's damn long. It's it's, it's very all long. around so it's the much ch- all country. Over northern China. Yeah. Yeah. But where where was this abandoned part? Was it nearer to Mongolia or nearer to no, it was North just Korea? Outside Beijing. Outside Beijing. Yeah. So okay. it's just on, the, on, Beijing. on the hills outside Beijing. Well, okay. 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 I yeah. So I the, feel like I went to the same Great Wall of China. It is the same Great Wall of China, lah. No, it's but like the same very part. Long, very no, but mine long. is the abandoned part. So there was like uh, rocks were falling. You know, it oh, has been crazy. years since uh, no tourists, lah. Basically, no tourists, nothing, and uh, there was a collapse. So the wall itself is the rampart, like yeah. the top of the wall is about six stories oh. above the ground. Okay, and it's very hard to scale it. I mean, that's the point mm-hmm. because they wanted to keep out uh, the barbarians okay. from entering China. Yes. So, I was like, okay, you know, I reached all the way to the bottom of the Great Wall of China. It'd be yes. a huge disappointment if I don't go to the top. Okay. And then by chance I saw a collapsed section. Okay. So I, you know, it was almost vertical, but there were protruding um, rocks, rocks, yeah. uh, stone, stones, bricks. Mm. And I tried to scale it. Okay. So I scaled it four stories up. I held okay. on to uh, a brick. Where's your yeah. back, bro? On your Behind back. Behind me. Yeah, it was like twenty kilograms of uh, weights, uh, supplies, and stuff, mm. clothing. So I held on to a brick, and the brick just fell off. Okay. Oh. It's like shit. No, I didn't fall. If okay. I fell, I would have probably like, died or. Something. So you, you managed something. to reach the top of the wall, lah. Yeah, I managed to reach the top of the wall, and I and I um, pitched my tent in one of the guard houses. There was no, there was completely no one there. No one. Was it at night when you you? It was almost room? at night. Almost at so night. It's so it's dark, lah. It's about to get dark, lah. Yeah, it was already dark when I reached the top. I'm assuming there's no street lamps, ah. No, no. no. <laughs> so yeah, there were like shrubs, uh, weed growing on the top of the wall. wall. Would you afraid of like lions or tigers? Oh, no, they, I don't think they exist in that part of China. Uh, maybe I heard like a wolf. 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 Yeah. Dog, I'm not so sure. Yeah, yeah. But I was more afraid of the cold because apparently yeah. it dropped to like minus twenty. So I have a question. So uh, you say it's negative twenty degrees. Your water became ice. How are you not? 
Good thing was I I had all my clothes in the bag. Okay. In my backpack. And so I was in the tent. I wore like layers of clothes. You wore everything? Yeah, I wore not everything, but a few layers of clothes. And then I wore a jacket on top. I had my gloves. Um, I wore like three, four pairs of uh, socks. socks. Um, Your head, were you wearing a beanie or something? Yeah, I was wearing a beanie. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yes. And also I was sitting like cross-legged. I wanted to sleep actually. Okay. But I couldn't lie down because if I lie down, then my toes are sort of yeah, uh, your heat, the heat would, would not be kept yeah, close to you. Yeah, would not be kept yeah. close to me. So I mm. sat down cross-legged so that my toes would be tucked you know, near my butt. Uh, and you know, the warmth is kept. Yeah. Uh, so do you manage to sleep? Uh, not really. <laughs> but that was also when I decided to write a book. Uh, How? Your hands were probably frozen. No, so the thought of writing a book came to mind, but you know, I didn't of course write. But, you know, that's of it. <laughs> but the thought of it, you know, oh, I should write a book about this journey because you know it's quite amazing. Yeah. yeah. It is. Be- before this journey, you you never thought of documenting your journey or like videos or like. So I wanted to video my journey. I mean, the thought did come, but mm. I also thought to myself that you know, I, do you really want to video everything because you want to live for the moment also. When you yeah. video something, yeah. you're, you're going to live through you know uh, a screen, a a screen yeah, a screen and a lens and. Uh, anyway, for photos who are listening, uh, it's been about 48 minutes and um, we're not even halfway. Uh. Just, just saying, uh, just saying. So from China, Great Wall of China, where do you go? Uh, I went back to Beijing. Okay. And then I went to North Korea. North Korea, Kim Jong-il. Yeah, so, visa, so I had to book a tour mm. and that year was the year I was turning 21. Okay. So my dad bought for me a tour. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so as a birthday present. How much is a North Korean tour, by the way? It's like a thousand. Oh, wow. a thousand for five days. Wow. Yeah. That's okay. So the only yeah, industries in there okay. is just nuclear and tourism. Uh. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. <laughs> so I went to North Korea, went to Pyongyang. Was it difficult getting into the country? Uh, so it was an agency that uh, handled the visas and everything. So I don't know. It could have been hard. I'm not so sure. But they said I needed a health insurance specifically for North Korea okay. and because my name is really long mm-hmm. they couldn't uh, approve it That's what the fuck kind of excuse is this I mean I know you're completely healthy but your name too long uh, bro we cannot, <laughs> we cannot do the health insurance for you what the fuck kind of excuse so do you, is this do, do you get the insurance no, I didn't get an insurance so I went in without an insurance thankfully nothing happened can oh. you go in without insurance I thought you cannot go in without an insurance oh, I just claimed that I bought an insurance uh, elsewhere and they bought it uh-huh. <laughs> and he didn't ask for any Did you go for a proper North Korea tour Or you just go at the, the border no, I went into North Korea I went to Pyongyang I went to the DMC I went to uh, There's a water park right Yeah but I didn't go there <laughs> Why? But, um, because uh, everything is pre-arranged I so see You're not allowed to free roam Yeah You have two Korean guides And two Western guides Constantly following wherever you're going Wow And the Korean guides work in pairs uh, Because the, from what I heard in the government of North Korea is scared that, you know, if you just leave a tour guide alone, the tour guide could, you know, Be re- go, go, go astray or something mm, like that. Mm, and so mm. you have the other one to make sure that he, so you, keeps, they work in pairs. Keeps so that, in you check. Know, yeah, keeps the other in check. Wow. And so strange. Yeah, I've never seen one tour guide being alone. Whenever never. one tour guide is talking to a foreigner, the other tour guide is within hearing distance. 
within hearing distance. Yeah. Where wow. do you stay in North Korea? I stayed at a five-star hotel. I wow. ate really well. <laughs> so the irony of this trip is that I ate really well, probably eat the best and stayed the like you know live the best in North Korea. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> do you see what were there like? Uh, I mean, like the depictions I have or like the imaginations I have of how North Korea looks like. Kim right? Jong Un. Yeah, it's just like statues of him everywhere. Yeah, posters of, of him, him everywhere. everywhere. There's posters of him everywhere. Wow. Um, do you see him? No, I wish I saw him. And he's so cute. <laughs> but uh, it's a pretty modern. Pyongyang is pretty modern, but there, are other parts of the country are pretty, you know, quite uh, rundown and okay. yeah, it's quite poor. But of course, as as you're on a tour, they will show you the good parts, lah. Yeah, they show you the good parts, but sometimes you know we had to pass through the bad parts to see the good parts. I see. How's the locals there? Do are they like quiet and like don't look at shy. you? They're very camera shy. They are. They don't speak English, of course. They okay. are very camera shy, and maybe that's cause you know they've been trained from a young age to miss to you know not trust foreigners. I see. I see. Yeah. Were you allowed to take pictures? Uh, yes. So it was uh, for most of the journey. I was allowed to take pictures. Uh huh. Um, but there were restrictions. So whenever I took pictures of the Kims. The Kims. Yeah, the Kim Jong Un. Kim Jong Un. The 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 posters is it the or, posters or the people is anywhere. I mean, if they appeared on whether they appeared on posters or statues, yeah, whatever. I always had to take photos of the whole uh, body. I cannot like take just a photo of just half oh, the body, okay. and also it should be a bottom up angle so that they always appear bigger and you know. Oh really? Oh. Those yeah. are the those are the rules. Those are the rules. Do they check your phone, for example? Uh, so they tried checking my phone when I was uh, leaving North Korea. Okay. Like, because they've never. I I don't think the tour not tour guides but the immigration the customs officers. They have ever used an iPhone before, so they had no idea how it worked. I see. Yeah, what phones do they use? I think they have their own phones, which is touchscreen. Their own brand, ah, I think it's their own yeah, brand. Yeah, but it's all more, uh, it's all modified so that you cannot contact the outside world, yeah. no access to the internet. Oh my god! That is. Was there Wi-Fi inside there? No. So how do you contact your your parents? You don't. you don't. For five days, you are sort of like in the country and. So the the, the the world is the country lah. Were you afraid? Uh, you, country is the world. The country is the world lah. I was not afraid because there's so many stories of like like reporters going in trying to steal yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm not a reporter. That. And also, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm not a reporter. And they treated you well. They treated me well, but that's because you know they want to show a good. Share a meal at North Korea lah. Yeah, what what so do you eat? Some meals were really good. Like you know, it was a buffet. It was a spread. Okay. Uh, is there any like uh, traditional North Korean food? Oh, they eat. Uh, they like cold noodles. Okay. Uh, soba. Soba. This is Japanese. That's Japanese. Yeah, it's cold <laughs> noodles. It's called Pyongyang cold noodles. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's it's nice. Um, there's Korean barbecue, of course. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Of course, lah. Yeah. Also, yeah. yeah. Oh, I also ate dog meat in, Look. in North Korea. How so did it taste like? Chicken. <laughs> it tasted a bit like mutton, but you could taste the oh. pork in it. You could taste the dog. <laughs> you taste the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah do, uh, do my guys can you like speak directly to oh, my yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. you can adjust it accordingly okay. yeah, yeah. so mm. all right so from north korea you went back to china right yes that's right uh, so i went okay. back to china and then i took a train from beijing to urumqi to or, where to where urumqi urumqi is a city in uh, xinjiang uh, in the province still in of china yeah but it's a muslim uh, yeah. can, majority can, can, can you share this story about the xinjiang story and the the your because this place, right, it's infamous for the I don't know pronounce the word. Uh, but uh, 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 Uyghur. Uyghur. It's called Uyghur, not Uyghur. Yeah. Uyghur. Uh, I don't know. Maybe in some languages they 
Call them as Uger. Okay, Uger. Uger Muslims lah. Yeah. So Uger Muslims. You are in this Muslim state. Yeah. Which right now in in the world right that there's so many like like bad things in like talking about that 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 thing lah. It's the Muslim concentration camps. Yes, yes. yeah. Uger yes. Uger Muslims. Yeah, yep. yes, yes. So you were in that state. Yes, I was in that state, and even before I went to that state, they uh, they were already asking me why I was going there, what I was doing because I'm a foreigner, and uh, also I apparently look like a Uyghur. I so yeah, because yeah. we are your darker skin lah. Yes, yes, yes. I have darker uh, complexion. Yes, um, you're not shit. Chinese lah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was there, um, so the cameras everywhere. There's a police post every 500 meters. I'm not kidding. Wow. And uh, do you see any of those what we see on Twitter, lah? Every, everyone. The concentration camps, no. Okay. Or maybe I could have walked by one without knowing. Okay. That it was a concentration camp, but. But yeah. was the school? <laughs> <laughs> but I did see, like you know, there was a security check just to go into a bus stop, for example. A bus oh. stop. Yeah, or to go into a market, or to a big uh, to use an underpass to cross the street. So when you say security check, is it like, you know, like when police screen us? Is it like yeah, it's the one you find at the airport. Oh, so you oh, have to yeah. show your identification. Identification, also. remove your belt, put your bag and everything. Was there a tension in the city that you felt? You could feel that people were very camera shy. So whenever I tried to take photos, like let's say in the bazaar, mm-hmm. people will scream at you. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> How? Like, hey, don't take my photos. No, no, like, hey. Like, uh, yeah. Okay. And I do understand why they are camera, like camera shy. Why? Because uh, they don't look cute. No, it's not really so bad. Because you know, they could think that you know I'm spying on them or something. I see, I see. Yeah. And so that was the that was how. Um, so were, were, were there any like particular like, instances at, at the city where you like, oh shit, the Twitter thing is true, ah? The the it's concentration camp is real. It's not in Umchi, but it was in Kashgar, another city. Is it far away from there? Uh, it's about thousand kilometers, but in the same province. I see. So Kashgar used to be a Silk Road um, town. Now it, no, it's just a small city. So what 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 do you see there? Or what do you hear? So when I arrived in Kashgar, yeah. Oh, was, you went to Kashgar. Yeah, I oh, was fuck. singled out by the by a policeman who didn't speak English, and he asked me where was I staying. So in China, I had to stay at a hostel. I mean Xinjiang especially. I had to stay in a hostel because it will, given the situation, if I had stayed, you know, with a host or something, it would have been very tricky for me. Tricky because they would think that. Yeah, I mean, I needed to stay at a place that was registered, I and see. you know, if yeah, and they could send me back. I and see. so this policeman asked me where was I staying, uh-huh. and I told him I'm staying at this hostel called Meitian International Youth Hostel. Okay. And he was Meitian, no Chiniwak, yes. Huh? So I was like, what's Chiniwak? And then he was like, no, no Chiniwak, no happy go home. So okay, la, Chiniwak la. <laughs> So he dialed someone on the phone. And um, yeah, I, it was a translator and the guy was like, okay, you know what? You have to go to this place called Chiniwak. You can't stay at the other hostel. And the policeman is angry. He has told me that if you don't comply to whatever he's saying, he will send you back on the next train to uh, Urumqi. Okay. So I went to Chiniwak. Chiniwak yeah. was this five-star hotel. Ah. And apparently that's where they put all the foreigners who are visiting the city. Ah, so, so you're not allowed to stay at, at the hostel. Yeah, I was not allowed to stay anywhere else. So oh, I wow. went in. And I saw uh, two girls. One looked like a local Uyghur. The other one looked like uh, I don't know, was a Chinese Han Chinese. Uh-huh. Um, may I just ask, what do Uyghurs look like? Uh, they look like um, they look like local Malays. Some oh. of them, yeah. 
but so they are Chinese darker, nationals. Dark, darker tone. They are Chinese nationals, but they are mostly Muslims. Mm. They speak their own language, uh, which is called Uyghur, which is Turkic, uh, of Turkic origin, and they use the Arabic script. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so they look like uh, like Malays us, lah. like Malays. Yeah. Malays. Yeah. Okay. So I went. Um, uh, you know, they were arguing with the with the receptionist mm-hmm. in Chinese. So I went beside them and. Yeah. I asked uh, another receptionist, like, yeah. I want a room. Yeah. And, you know, these two girls heard that I was speaking in English and yeah. the one who looked like Uyghur uh-huh. turned around and started, you know, uh, ranting in English on, of what happened. And what, she what, was, what did like, she say? Oh, they were in the same situation, but it happened at the airport. You know, they booked somewhere else, but the police told them to go to this particular uh, hotel. Okay. And then uh, I asked her where she was from and she was like, oh, I'm from France. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, you know. And you spoke French to her? So yeah, we started speaking in French. <laughs> mm-hmm. and so what did you say in French? No, she told me in French <laughs> that apparently the receptionist told them that a Chinese woman and a foreigner can't sleep in the same room. Why? Okay. Um, so no one knew why at that time. Uh-huh. And so the two of them got a bit pissed off. And so they called the police. <laughs> and the police came. Um, you know, and they didn't even ask what the issue was. Mm-hmm. They just asked where where they were, mm-hmm. and they said, "Oh, they were at this hotel." And before they knew it, a group of let's say four or five guys came in with like a s- rifles, you know, SWAT teams what equipment. What the fuck? What the fuck? And yeah, the 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 French girl asked the policeman in Chinese because she has been living in China for a long time. Oh, she can speak Mandarin, okay? yeah. So she was uh, she asked them. Um, is it true that a foreigner and a local can't sleep in the same room? Uh-huh. And the policeman was straight up said, I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, so she said, call the, call the office that's in charge of uh, this, uh-huh. in charge of this insane rule. And the policeman was like, oh, the office is closed. And huh? then after a while, the receptionist sort of relented and caved in. But she pulled the French girl aside and told her that, okay, listen, this French girl was with the Uyghur Muslim. Is no, it? this French girl was the one I thought who was the Uyghur oh, Muslim. Okay. And there was another Chinese girl. So they were friends and they were traveling together. Uh-huh. So this French girl, they told the French girl, don't talk politics to this uh, Chinese girl. Okay. Yeah. And so that was my first night in uh, Kashgar. Wow. Don't talk politics. Uh. I think they are afraid for, they are afraid that Outside. the local local would, would talk to the foreigner about the politics going on going in, in China. What's that word? The history word? Propaganda. Yeah. They're afraid of propaganda spreading. They're afraid of the I wrong don't know. truth. Honestly, they didn't really say what was happening. But, you know, uh, or what, why they were afraid. Uh, yeah, so we can just assume, I guess. Very North Korea like. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> and so when I was trying to leave Kashgar, mm. I needed to get to Kyrgyzstan. Mm. I needed to get to this place called. Um, shit, I forgot the name of the. Uh, Ulukat, sorry. So in, in Uyghur, it's called Ulukat. Bef- before we get there, can I ask the question? Um, is it safe for us Muslims to go to Kangkau? I don't know I think if you're a foreigner you sort of like you know at the end of the day we still have a Singapore passport so, yeah. we so can. you're a foreigner yeah, yeah. you are a you're foreigner as a foreigner mm. but from what I know like people are prohibited from wearing a hijab mm. okay. like the tudong yeah okay Kyrgyzstan if you guys are, we, we're gonna end this off here this is part one you guys should look up for look forward to part two uh, later this week so if you guys yeah. haven't followed us on all our social media it is at randomly relatable underscore SG if you want to look for Ganesh 
Oh, what's your social media? It's I don't want, don't want to say like he got more followers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the long direction. T H E L O N G D I R E C T I O N. Yes, the long direction. He also has a book. You can DM him if you're in Singapore. If you guys are all over the world, pub- you should publish it like properly. Yeah, I know, but no one has picked it up yet. <laughs> ah, it's okay, man. We we hopefully with this podcast, someone will pick it up, lah. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. so this is his journey from uh, Singapore to Canada, Montreal, Canada. So we have stopped at Changne. China. Yep. China and we're heading to Central Asia for the next podcast. So stay Catch tuned you guys for it. Bye bye. Bye.